When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. This is the U.S. Bank Cougar Coaches Show on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Swung on and lifted in a right field the opposite way to the wall. It is up and it's gone. Put your trust in a bank that's been focused on serving the people and businesses in Washington and all across the country since 1863. That's U.S. Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Tonight's show is also brought to you by Northern Quest Resort and Casino. Need something to smile about? Try taking home your share of Millions in jackpots at Northern Quest. That'll do it every time. Northern Quest. Now playing. Now paying. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill. And by Zeppos. The home for the Cougar Coaches Show. Makes a dive in the snag. Now let's talk Cougar baseball with Cougar head coach Brian Green. Here's the voice of the Cougs, Matt Chazanow. It's that time of the week. We're talking baseball here with the skipper Brian Green. A big Sunday game against USC you and I haven't sat down for quite a while now. It's it's been a few weeks. Uh, I, I want to talk about some big picture things uh, before we get into kind of the nitty gritty. There is uh, one big series remaining here this year, kind of an, a COVID oddity as as we're yeah. starting to wind things down. Where we're off this week, a non conference week, so we're resting up, getting healthy. We're a little bit banged up right now, right, Coach? I mean, that's that's the reality. Yeah, the reality is is it's uh, it's COVID. It's a little strange. Uh, we're here. We are masked up, right? And uh, but. Uh, it's a little strange, but at the same time, uh, we'll take the opportunity to get rested. You know, our, our, we've had six arms going and just going hard. Uh, they can use the rest. We're banged up positionally. We can use the rest. And, and if you've got the Huskies end your season, winning season on the line, uh, climbing up the pack standings, you know, not getting to 500, but we got a chance to be really close and mm-hmm. be a big accomplishment. There's a lot on the line for us. So the way that we look at it is always energy positive. So we'll take advantage of, of what it is. Um, I wish we were playing. I think our kids wish we were playing. But at the same time, we'll get healthy. We'll use the opportunity. Sure. And you come off of a, a few weeks where you were where you want to be, big picture. Now, yeah. it hasn't gone the way you want it to go. But if you were in the position you were in, you know, the most power five road wins in the country coming into pack play and then – you know, a bunch of close pack losses, but we've talked about those already. But then you come into the, the UCLA series, you have the Saturday opportunity. You're right there. I mean, you're right on the precipice of it all. Yeah, it was a, it was a gut punch. But, uh, you know, in building a program and building where we're going, right. um, you know, it's not just that easy. It's a real league with real coaches and real players and, and real talent. But, yeah, we've got a, a two-run lead on Saturday to win a series versus UCLA. If we do that, we're, I think, 11-12 and 12 at the time. Uh, and all of a sudden, you're you're kind of going, hey, bubble, you know, NC2A, here yeah. you go. 
uh, we were ready to do it, you know, and uh, credit UCLA. But, again, I, I'm not looking back there, but it's just it's really hard. We've all been a part of turnarounds and building and all those things. And, you know, it's just not that easy when you go from A to Z uh, in a year. And, and I'm just really proud of our guys. We've been knocking, though, and, and we're in every game. We're competing. But, yeah, it was disappointing. I mean, no question, you know, so we lose that game. And, um, you know, we end up losing the series. So and all of a sudden then you lose the first two at SC, and now you're totally wobbling. Mm-hmm. Um, kids come back on Sunday and get a big win. So we've kind of done that all year. Our guys show up every day. It's, it's, it's pretty cool to coach these guys. And um, Saturday was a gut punch for sure. But uh, we got off the mat and had, uh, had a couple of really good games at SC. We only got one. But uh, um, I was really proud of the guys on Sunday because down two after how it had gone, uh, we needed to get off, and we did. 20 hits. Yeah. Yeah, and no, we showed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, against a really good pitcher. You know, that pitcher for SC, that was his shortest start of the year. Yeah. He had just gone four of his last five starts, no walks, and between like six and ten Ks, six and nine Ks per start. He went eight innings, two innings. I mean, he was he was dialed in. This was a lefty who was pitching really well. Yeah. SC's, or a righty, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Was, yeah. No, no, it, was, it was an interesting thing just in terms of how SC went about their business, just in terms of what they – what they give you, you know, Friday and Sunday, very similar hmm. guys with changeups, um, not big velocity, but real big pitch ability, three, four pitches for strikes, curveball, slider, change both sides. And then in the middle of it, they go power. Yeah. You know, we saw 96 and a big, and a big breaking ball. And so we, we really got a chance to see a much different look all three days, but um, yeah, we responded. Yeah. Their Sunday guys has been really good for them. And uh, is a big strike machine, but Cool thing if you're a hitting guy, if you're watching that that video, is just there's a ton of base hits up the middle. And if you're doing that as a hitting co- or as a program at the plate, if it's going middle, middle op, your guys are probably pretty dialed in, especially against a guy without velocity. Uh, and our guys are a really good job. They showed up. It was a concentration Sunday. It had to be uh, against that guy. And if you don't concentrate, you're going to just chew you up. So I was really proud of our guys. So that's what you're looking for, for for the most part is you're looking for base hits up the middle, a lot of doubles. Is that the idea? Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're facing and, and the pack's got – Really good pitchability. You know, you'll, you'll see power, you know, once or twice a weekend, and then you'll see somebody who can just pitch, change, curve, slider late, both sides of the fastball. Maybe not a dominant fastball, but can really pitch, uh, you know, because we have some parks in the league that are that are pretty defensive. It, it can be hard to hit the ball out. So, hmm. you know, if you're making early decisions at the plate, uh, those guys are going to chew you up. And our guys are strong. They let the ball travel. And when they're dialed in, you see a lot of middle op hitting. And our guys can hit a home run to the opposite side. So, um, but yeah, Sunday was was a really concentrated effort, and we had a ton of contact up the middle. If you look at the highlights, even it was just all middle, middle op, middle, middle op. So, they did a really good job. What's your opinion on a postseason tournament for for a conference? You've been in leagues yeah. with postseason tournaments. Pack doesn't have one. Crazy that we don't. Uh, we were supposed to have one this year, and uh, obviously we're supposed to have it and lock it in for next year but you know our conference needs it uh it's insane that we don't um you know we're one of the best college baseball conferences in america uh when the rest of the country is playing in their conference tournaments we're we're sitting at home and we lose all that momentum you know a washington state an sc a cal whoever those teams are in that six seven eight spot you go into a conference tournament if your rpi is knocking in the 40s get a win or two the conference gets another team in the tournament. That's just how it is. The SEC has proven that. You know, they've they've thrown 10 into the tournament. I can say that because I was in the league for five, six years. And that is what it is. So I'm really excited to have the tournament. Uh, it's going to really make scheduling a priority and a premium for us. We only get three weeks of, of non-conference. Hmm. You're going to really need to be smart. The whole league's going to need to be really smart about how we shape that and create RPI strength for all of us. And then your bye week, you know, you're going to need a home weekend and, uh, and against somebody they can build some confidence for, you never knowing where it's going to be. But for us, it'll be late. But um, I- I'm really excited that we're going to have a conference tournament, and we need one. It's just it's an opportunity for the, for the Pac-12 to get another team into the postseason, and, and this should be a, a six-team league, you know, and it should be a six-team league every year. Six-bid league. Six-bid league, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the tournament. So, I mean, there's just you look at the league this year, I mean, Oregon State, what, what do they have, 13 wins in league? Uh, uh, let's see here. Is it 14 uh, or 14 13? now, yeah, yeah 14. They're, they're 14 and 10. I mean, they may have the best pitching staff in America. We, it actually could be a seven-bid league with a tournament this year. No question. Yeah. And it could. I mean, if you just you, you roll down the standings, but, I mean, you've got Oregon State and Arizona State, and here's UCLA in, what, sixth or seventh? Right. I mean, you know, so 
and Cal may have the biggest arms in the league. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's, – it's a tremendous league. So, and, and, and a great league needs a conference tournament. All right, give me your vision for it. Uh, give me your, your ideal location, uh, Pullman, Pullman excluded. Give me your ideal pack tourney location. Like, how does it work? Because also the other thing about the college baseball tournaments is – they're not, you know, the ACC and the SEC are formatted differently. One's a pod yeah. situation. The other's kind of more of like a head-to-head bracket, basically, type deal. Uh, what do you think? What, or, or is this too far down the line and, and, and not something of your concern? You just kind of play No, over. I'm concerned with it because, you know, Washington State, you know, we're going to be knocking on 7th or 8th, you know, and just in terms of where the program has been. Uh, so, you know, getting into 7th or 8th, just if you look at where we are this year, would we be a tournament and we'd be knocking on it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and – uh, and that's a big deal, yeah. you know, and that gives you a chance and your players and all of us something to gun for. But, yeah, the SEC um, being in that opportunity or that mm-hmm. experience for six years, uh, with the last three years at Kentucky, we went to Hoover. It was incredible. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, you know, you go to regional, it was almost like a step down at times. It's like, oh, my goodness, this is incredible. So I think we can do that in the pack, you know, that we're looking at, and I think we're going to lock in uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Arizona State is really excited about that, and so are the Wildcats. <laughs> I think anybody outside of Arizona would probably say, hey, how's Vegas? But uh, <laughs> Right. No, but, I mean, you know, you get to Vegas or you get to Arizona, which we're, we're talking about going to Arizona, I believe, and, and going to lock that down. Mm. Um, so the, the league is talking specifically about, is it the Phoenix area? Where yeah, the, that, that's what they're looking spring at. Spring training ballparks. What we, what we were looking at Got prior it. to, um, you know, prior to COVID hitting. But prior to COVID hitting, we were going to have a tournament in Scottsdale. So I don't know if that's still on the books. I don't want to overextend. Sure. But uh, either way, uh, going into the desert, it'd be really fun. Great fun. So, yeah, I mean, and all of us can fly in wherever really easy. So I, I'm so excited for the league to have it. And then so excited to be able to chase something, you know, and you got to be in the top eight. And it's great. You know, all teams don't deserve to go to the tournament, right. you know. But clearly, if you look at the Pac-12 this season, uh, the eighth place team, if you make a run and win a game or two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just a great league. It's awesome. The Hoover Mets, big ballpark, by the way, the, the, where the SEC tournament is. Hitting coach there is not fun. <laughs> it's I didn't enjoy it at all. You yet. didn't? No, well I, well, I love going there. Was, <laughs> you know, but as a hitting coach, you know, the guy just absolutely hammers one, and the guy's back there. Oh, yeah. Field and he, he, no, no, no. Yeah, it's no homers there. You can't yeah. hit Hoover. <laughs> no, no. Sing, single, double, yeah. double city. Neat yeah. place, though. Neat place. Yeah, it's really, really fun. Yeah, no. Oh, man, that'd be really – go to go to Scottsdale. And, really fun. Um, that'd be that'd be super fun. All right, we, we gotta uh, we gotta step aside. We gotta take a break real quick. We're up against it. We're talking baseball here with the skipper Brian Green. As the Cougs have an off week here this weekend, and then take on the Huskies. When you're looking for fun, stop into Zeppos, where the Palouse comes to play and eat. Talking ball here with the skipper Brian Green. We'll be back here live next. For Cougs, there's no place like WSU. Late night apps at the Coug. Early morning tailgating at Martin Stadium. And every day spent rocking the crimson and gray. And until we get back to campus, Cougs can keep a piece of home wherever they go with the official WSU debit and credit cards from BECU. Learn more at becu.org WSU. Federally insured by NCUA. The weather is changing, and now is the time to prepare your home for winter with some new energy-efficient windows from McVay Brothers. McVay Brothers specializes in top-rated Coeur window series that has the newest technology to reduce your heat bills and the perfect replacement doors to secure your home. And right now, when you install four new quality windows, we'll give you the fifth window at 50% off. McVay Brothers Siding and Windows, we're working for you. Give us a call for your free quote today. This is Derek Jones, and you're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill in a canoe, holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Do you ever pay attention to overhead power lines? If you're like most people, you don't, but you should, especially when you're working up on a roof or carrying a ladder outdoors. Kids who climb trees and fly kites and adults with drones need to watch out for power lines too. And on the off chance that you find a downed power line, stay at least 10 feet away and quickly call 911 and Avista. Always pay attention to power lines. It's your best line of defense. 
Avista. We just want you to be safe. Back at it live here with the skipper, Brian Green. We're talking baseball as we get set for this series against the Huskies in two weekends. This weekend was kind of a TBD. It was originally Cal State Northridge. Long ago, they, they had to pull out because of, uh, of COVID at the time. They were dealing with some scheduling stuff. And so we've got ourselves a little bit of time, a little bit of space to talk about some you know bigger things yeah. uh, other than just the nitty-gritty of a Tuesday game or a, or a Wednesday game and then, and then what's coming up here this weekend. I, I want to take a step back here and kind of look at one of the best players in program history, a, a big league prospect, Kyle Manzardo, some of the special things he's done here. One of the things that, that I want to make sure to do is, is highlight um, not just that which is, is – hidden between the lines that you and I are able to talk about and unearth, but maybe a little bit of the obvious here. I mean, Manzo's really, really special. He's going to be a high-round draft pick. He's going to have a decision to make. Uh, he's a local kid. He's a Coeur d'Alene kid. He's, um, he's really pleasant to talk to. He's smart, big, uh, obviously talented baseball player. But uh, I, I'm just so excited for what he means, not only for the Cougs, what's to come for him. I mean, this, is, this has been a really big year for him. Yeah, no, we went uh, about two, three weeks ago. I went down to a local welder and uh, we we designed some shackles, and, uh, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna fi- <laughs> that's good. Yeah, no, we're gonna figure out how to how to shackle him in and keep him here for another year. He has made us look really smart offensively, <laughs> but uh, no, Manzo, it's, it's just a great story. You know, all th- that that whole Manzo TP Montez thing uh, and Smith. Uh, you know, so much experience, so much work ethic, so much desire and care and all that stuff. But but specifically for Manzo, you know, coach's son, uh, when you get asked all the time, hey, tell me about Kyle. You know, wh- what do you got with him? And I was like, and the first thing out of my mouth is, well, real baseball IQ. He comes from a baseball IQ family, pays attention, you know, on deck. And he just is a pro, you know. And, and he's a pro hitter. And he's putting up pro numbers clearly. You know, when you're when you're going 360, 370 left on left in the pack, you're probably a decent hitter. Yeah. Um, but you know, he just he pays attention. You know, is it are they going to try to get me out with breaking ball? Are they switching patterns? And he really pays attention. And I think that really just goes back to the, to his upbringing. You know, coming from a from a coaching family. But um, the cool thing about Manzo is just he works. You know, and and our guys work. I mean, our hitters, our team, but. If the wind's blowing out to right, our guys back off of the machine if they're right-handed, and they practice hitting the ball that way. And if mm-hmm. it's going out that way, they do the same thing. And, and Manzo's been one of those catalysts who's kind of started that, you know. And, and we use a lot of machines, um, and we do that for our preparation but so we can get tuned into what we need to work on. But specifically to him, uh, just so proud of the work. I mean, nobody talks about his defense. You know, he was here, and now he's here. Yeah. Um, but he works. He shows up every day. He works tirelessly and, and he's a student of the game and I think that's when you get a 15 10 pound strength like he's done when you're consistently working on a couple of drills that really help your swing and you put the work in and then you have an offensive approach where you're paying attention and you're not result based but you're process based you're probably going to be a pretty good hitter and obviously he came in with some real accolades when he came here uh, but the jump that he's made in the last two years has been just absolutely phenomenal I mean he kind of teased us last year uh, and you saw some non-conference stuff, but now he's doing it in the pack, you know, and people are really excited about him professionally, and they should be. Uh, he's going to go out, he's going to hit in pro ball, and he's going to play in the big leagues. He's a 377 hitter right now. Uh, I mean, and yeah. he's second in the pack and runs driven in. There just aren't a lot of guys that productive in this league that aren't. Going, no, and he's, and he's hitting in the two-hole, and, you know, and, and people are going to pitch around him maybe, but it, he just he's, gets it done. And, and if there's, when it's on, it's on. And when it is on, he gets it done, you know, and, and he's he's just – I mean, he's a great hitter. And, and I've been obviously blessed, you know, it was Nick Gonzalez at New Mexico State. It was A.J. Reed who won the Golden Spikes at Kentucky. And yeah. Been around some real hitters. And uh, he is as real as any of them. So really proud of him, really happy for him. Uh, probably not going to get to coach him next year, you know. But, uh, but again, we will do our best to chain him down <laughs> and keep him in Palma. <laughs> yeah, his defense, you know, he came here uh, and it was, uh, okay, m- maybe a designated hitter to start. You yeah, know, yeah, we, let's yeah. get the bat in the lineup. And now it's, it's plus 
plus glove. I mean, does a good job. He picks balls. Uh, yeah. It's you mentioned some of the other guys. You know, some of the other veterans on this team. Colin Montez, Jack Smith, those two guys, year to year. If you just look at their numbers, they started out hitting, you know, two sixty ish. Now they're way up. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're into the north three three twenty, and and year to year they're just better and better and better. Now Montez is playing center. Jack Smith didn't start out as a defensive third baseman. Mm-hmm. That spot was taken at the moment, and now he is he's that guy. He's been very very steady for you at third. This just I love talking about that stuff. Chaz, because it's just about work ethic, and it, but it's also about strength. And, and if you don't get the strength part, you, you can't dominate the offensive approach part. Hmm. And if you can't get the approach part, you can't hit. You know, <laughs> so it's like the, it's all intertwined with starting with work ethic. You know, and you've got to you got to change your body. I mean, college baseball is a strong game. It's a strong man's game, particularly on the offensive side. If you're not strong, you're going to have to make early decisions. If you have to make early decisions. You're not going to hit. So it, when you see Manzo and you see Montez and you see TP and you see Smith, but particularly those guys who you've seen for two, three years climb, you see the body change. You see the development physically, and that changes the approach, uh, and that forces you to have to get really tight, stay inside or stay behind the baseball. Now you've got a chance to be a pretty good hitter. So uh, Jack's just – I mean, that that's awesome. You know, I mean, the guy's in 330, 340. You know, I mean, can't run. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's on one knee. It, yeah. yeah, and it gives you everything he has, and, and he just, but he's a grinder. And he's yeah. tough. You Great know? personality, big yeah, personality, big personality. And then Montez, just steady Eddie of work ethic. Yeah. Great athlete. Great athlete. Yeah. He's, we move him to center because we lose Vandy, and we've got to create some length in the lineup. That's helped a lot. But you know, Montez is an exciting guy for me. Um, he goes to Pro Bowl, and I think he makes another jump. I yeah. tell scouts that all the time. You know, just looking at where his rhythm went from last year to this year. There's still another jump of consistency he's going to make, but but his brain works. Uh, he's process driven, and and we love him. And I've just been so pumped to be the head coach here. These guys, I mean, all these guys that were here when we got here, right? And man, they are in, and uh, we love coaching them. They show up every day. Those older guys, the Mills, the Whites, the the Jacks, the Manzos, the Montezes. I mean, all those dudes. They're fun to coach. They show up, and they really, really care about the Cougs. Had a chance in the airport to have uh, a meal, actually, with Brandon White's mom and her friend. They they were kind enough to invite me to the table. Brandon came over, so spent some time. What a great family and a great, oh, yeah, great kid, great. and um, really fun to talk to them and where his head's at with pitching and, you know, what, what he's struggled with, what he's excelled at. I mean, it's just it's fantastic. He's totally like a smart kid. Mm-hmm. Great to talk to him, and him and Zane are, are really, really tight. Big series coming up, by the way. That's a West Side kid with the Huskies mm-hmm. in, in a couple weeks. Um, that's, you know, part of why you come here is, right. is, to, is to win that series and um, exciting, really excited for him for what's to come. I heard Anthony Clagg could say he envisions triple digits for him potentially in his in his arm. I mean, he can get it, he can really get it up there. Yeah, I don't think Brandon's close. Yeah. You know, I just I mean, to, to where he's going to be. You know, he made a huge jump again, another physical jump for him. Uh, 15, 20 pounds. Uh, there's still another fifteen in there, maybe right. twenty. Right. Uh, the arm is so clean and so pretty, but more, more importantly, his the maturity of him. Uh, the comfort of him, the ability to communicate with the staff. Uh, it's just different than it was a year ago. And it's natural maturation process. But, um, you know, he's had some success on a Friday night. Yeah. We'll see what happens with professional baseball for him this year. Right. Uh, but obviously, I mean, we got, I ordered like five sets of those shackles, you know, with White, <laughs> Mills, Montez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my, gosh, yeah. The, but, I mean, God, boy, <laughs> the team could be so – I mean, if that guys do choose to stay and oh, God. elevate yeah, their draft really status. Exciting. Yo, boy, yeah. you're talking about multiple all-league level yeah. players with experience yeah. and – um, uh, really, really exciting stuff. Uh, who, guys who, by the way, have, have had elite pack moments, you know, I mean, good throughout, very good throughout, but times where they're the best players on the field, right. regardless of who you're playing. I mean, yeah. it doesn't come around very often like that. And guys who work. Now, Tristan Peterson, you know better, you know, you, you, he's your guy. You, you had him back in Las Cruces. What did he look like at a high school? And, you know, I know he went to Kansas State for, mm-hmm. and then I believe Juco and then New Mexico State. But how much has he worked? What's his process been like? Because, boy, he's had a hot bat. I mean, what, six homers over the last basically six weeks? Uh, he's got seven, I think, on the year now. And um, what's his evolution been, 2019 All-American? His work, you know. Uh, I think he had three home runs. He had a few injury bug uh, at K-State, you know, and then he's at Howard at the junior college. Okay. And we, we get him in New Mexico State. But, I mean, he hit three home runs at Howard. Mm. 
Um, and, and certainly we all see the strength, but, but his, his strength changed. He was strong and TP's always been strong and he's just, it's the best human being ever. <laughs> I mean, just my goodness, you know, and he comes in and I mean, he's, he's kind of right here in the fall at New Mexico state. He is not a lockdown guy. Hmm. And he was one of those guys who came back over the break mm-hmm. and he had to make a couple of swing changes, nothing big, but just a couple of little adjustments that were really going to change him. Kind of like he's done here or New Mexico state where it's just, you know, he's, he's got to work, you know, and um, he comes back. Uh, one of our guys goes down. He's thrown into the fire, and here's 400 with 20 and 90 RBIs. Wow. And, um, but more importantly, tremendous human being. Uh, so we, along with the rest of the country, you know, have interest in him when he wants to leave New Mexico State. And um, I, I'm really – I'm motivated. I want to get him to 10, you know, that, that for <laughs> me, because that would be 30 home runs for us with two years between us. Wow. Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. But just – He's a great story because he's a grad transfer and his teammates love him. He's on the leadership council. Um, you know, him and Manzo are best buddies. It's just a cool story. And, and, man, he's lighting it up for us right now. Yeah. So he's he's been a huge reason why in the second half of the year, you know, we've, we've really won a lot more ball games than we did in the first half of Pac-12 play. Sure. Yeah. Did you think that Jacob McKeon would be your leading average hitter in no. Pac play? No. Uh, grinder, hard worker. Uh, needed to make some swing adjustments, uh, but really, really worked over the break. He was one of the more diligent guys in the offseason uh, before he got here, sent a lot of video, and so you knew he was really invested in the swing. Hmm. But you still never know what type of player you're going to get. Uh, you know, he's a challenge personality. He wants answers, um, and he also wants you to explain your answers. But, man, when, when you get together with McKeon, He's really fun to coach. I mean, it, it, he's probably one of the more fun guys to coach offensively right now because he's so in-depth with his perception of what's going on, how he's being pitched, how his swing feels, and, and it's it's always about just let's openly have some dialogue here about what's going on with the swing, the timing, the approach. And that's as a hitting coach. That, that stuff's fun. So he's done an unbelievable job. I mean, for, you got a right-handed guy with strength, you know, and an average runner. And he's leading our team in the in hitting in the pack, right on right. And we're, I mean, we're playing him every day, right on right, left on right. This isn't a matchup stat. This is full on hit ability, and uh, really, really proud of what he's done. I and mean, he's killing it. He's about three fifty in pack play. He's killing it. Um, hot bat in the USC series was Cody Colton. Co- Cody got a hot bat. When he's been hot, he's been really hot. When yeah. He, when he's feeling good, we're talking three straight hits kind of thing three for four that was what he was doing back-to-back doubles to start the day on a on a t- I believe that was Saturday in a, in a tight ball game he's been a really good player at the top of that lineup north of 300 when he's been right he's really been right he's a streaky dude yeah. you know um he's been for the most part really consistent on defense uh for the most part uh of late not as much but throughout the entire season pretty pretty consistent sure but offensively yeah, he's he's streaky, you know, and and Cody's made massive jumps from a mentality standpoint. He gets down on himself mm. way too much, you know, and and this year hmm. way not as much as last year. Much more consistent player, and uh, if you look at when he's using the whole field, when he's using right field and center field, he's nails, hmm. and um, you know, and and we like. If you look at maybe his on-base percentage, maybe not your prototypical leadoff guy, but just if you look at what we're doing and how we're scoring runs, there's a balance there and there's a, just a set number of, of order that we do. Man, he's been really good. So um, what a change for him offensively and defensively. He's just growing up and he's turned himself into a really good player. How good's Jake Meyer been, your catcher? Well, I, I mean, I can't believe how much better Meyer is. I mean, he was – and he'll tell you this, but, I mean, I was really – disappointed with him in the fall there were way too many balls going to the backstop and and he has i mean you watch him and it's like hey man this guy might be one of the best receivers in the league and actually presentation from the phoenix trip it's to now way different way different way, there were a lot of balls going to the backstop in that series nothing i haven't seen one not a single i mean he has been i missed berkeley but i mean nothing He's just it, the ball's there every time. No, and we're catching him all three games. Yeah, and we're playing him on a Tuesday. And, yeah. you know, I mean, the guys just—I don't even ask him how he feels anymore. I just put the lineup up, and <laughs> hey, you're in there, you're playing, and, and he can hit, and he's hitting. Yeah, I mean, he's closing in on 300, and yeah, good presentation with the receiving, and um, you know, his throwing has gotten better. We, we just—that's something that we have to improve on. But no, man, we've really. Um, Really been impressed with Jake. I think everybody has. It's like he's made a big jump. So if we can get, you know, the exchange and the footwork, because he's got a good arm. Yeah. 
Uh, if we can get that down over the off season, you got a chance to come back really, really good. You know, if, if professional baseball is not in his future right now, and sure. would expect him to be back next year, and um, he got a chance to be really good next year. And, yeah. and coaches have commented on his receiving. Yeah. You know, and but you're right, Chaz. The biggest thing is if you look at Arizona week three or week two from where it is now, it's not even close. Yeah. Nothing's going behind him. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a good job. Yeah. That, it, so when you say presentation, you're, you're talking about what it looks like for the umpire. When the ball comes in, to be able to call it a strike, where's how smooth is he? Because if it's a ball, he's going to have to adjust. It, it. The insinuation is, if he moves a lot, the pitcher's missed his spot. Right. Is that the idea? Right. And if he, you know, if the, he hits, his, he's probably got his glove in the strike zone. If it's a first pitch of the at bat, is that is that the spirit of what you're saying? It is, and and I think the other thing that to look at it in terms of how it looks different and better for him is, you know, we've really found our six or seven arms, mm-hmm. the guys that we're throwing. And the guys that we're throwing don't have the big misses. You know, we had some heave-ho big misses early on in the fall. I mean, in the early spring, you know, we were trying to figure out who our six or seven were. Uh, and, and we're into right now, you know, a pretty consistent group of six, seven guys whose command is pretty good. Sure. And, and I think that's that's been a part of it, too. So our pitching staff has certainly gotten better as we've as – we've, I mean, you remember we got into a walk stretch there that was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and it happens. It's baseball. But um, but we've really improved in that capacity, too. Coach Claggs is, is, as of course, working his tail off. But, um, you know, if you look at Barrison, you look at Taylor, those are guys that have really jumped onto the scene with command and strikes. Newstrom, I mean, we could talk an hour on Newstrom. Uh, and then Brandon and Zane have gotten so much better. Hawkins gives you everything he has. And all of a sudden, they're six. Yeah. Now we're competitive. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's talk pitching next. And let's talk about some of the youth, too. You've had some some younger guys playing with some shaky moments, and then they've come right back and shown resiliency, and, and they've played really well after. So we'll take a break. We're live here talking baseball with the skipper, Brian Green. At Boeing, we support events that bring us closer, make our communities better places to live and work, and help us build a sound future together. That's why we are proud to be the title sponsor of the Boeing Apple Cup Series. When we celebrate this long-standing rivalry, we celebrate Washington's spirit, And that's something we can all get behind. The Boeing Apple Cup Series. Here for the rivalry. Here for the tradition. You know, some just see a lottery ticket. But it's actually a whole lot more. It helps contribute to education across the state. It's for the stadium and sports fans. Sounders win it again! For local businesses and the neighbors who run them. Hey, how's it going? I'm good, thanks. For the chance to enrich people's lives. Oh my gosh, we won! A little something for all of us. When you play Washington's lottery, all of Washington wins. Must be 18 or older to purchase. You're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Right now, the gap between what you should save and what you can save has never felt bigger. The U.S. Bank mobile app can help by finding ways to help you reach your savings goals with personalized insights that fit your real life to make your financial goals feel within reach. Because even our tools are smart enough to put people first. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Northern Quest, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary. But with over 220 grand in cash and prizes up for grabs, you could be celebrating a whole lot more, like a new Ford Bronco Sport in your driveway or more cash in your pocket. We've also got hotel discounts for Camus Rewards members, dining specials, spa and shopping discounts, and anniversary cocktails all month long. Northern Quest $220,000 anniversary celebration. Details at northernquest.com. Back at it, talking baseball here with the skipper, Brian Green. We're live here from the Martin Stadium press box. We'll be back at Zeppo's next year. Uh, can't wait can't for wait. the next athletic year. Uh, yeah. I'll be back at Zeppo's sooner than next year, but can't wait for that. Uh, all right, Skip, let's, let's talk pitching a little bit here. Um, and actually, we got a question from one of the listeners here. If, uh, relievers that are underclassmen, and I'm going to paraphrase. It's a, good, it's a really good question. How can you tell when you've got a youngster who's in the bullpen? Who's going to be a starter? When is a when is a freshman or a sophomore bullpen pitcher tabbed as a starter in the future or a closer? Or how can you tell? Is it what they do in the off season for endurance for their bodies? Is it 
adding a third pitch so they can go through the lineup a second time with something new for the opposition. What is it you're looking for for that role? Well, the first thing is the third pitch. I mean, you know, you've got to be able to get through a lineup twice, mm-hmm. you know, and just you just have to do that. And that, that for us was one of the things that we just didn't have and don't have enough of, mm-hmm. as we all know. Um, so for us, it's the third pitch, whether it's you come in fastball change guy, can you develop the breaking ball? Is it you come in this and this, can you develop the change? But you need the third pitch. And so that's what we have hunted in the recruiting process is pitchability. Guys who can throw – Three pitches, and obviously fastball command. We're hunting stats, you know, strikeout to walk ratios at the junior college level, or mm. uh, that's been really important for us because it's been a weakness of us, and it's a it's a hole that we have to plug. So, I think the first thing is just is is the three pitch, you know, because it especially in our league, everybody has depth, you know, and we don't have as much depth as we'd like left and right, whether it be on the mound or at the plate. But you know, if you if you try to sneak a, a two pitch righty in there with the third pitch being the change, it's not very good. Arizona's just going to stuff seven lefties on you, and you have no chance. So then now you go into the – you need relief. So third pitch is a big one. And then obviously the, just the, the ability to hold it, you know, into the fifth. Can you go 80 pitches, and if it's 91, can it be 90 in the fifth or 91 in the fifth? And obviously we'd love to see 94 and, and stay 94 like SC's got on the Saturday. And we'll get there. But uh, but durability one is that kind of goes into the physicality piece. Hmm. Uh, but then the third pitch, it's a big one. Yeah, if, if it's if it seems like if it's two pitches, you've got one time through, and then after that, it well, seems start, to get a little start, dicey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk pitching a little bit. You mentioned the six arms that have emerged here. Two of them, everybody knew. It was yeah. Zane Mills and, and Brandon White. Really, three of them. I mean, Michael Newstrom's been yeah. out of the pen. Now he hasn't been this good for, for but he's he's because he's really good right now. Um, and 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 I don't mean to discredit what he had done. He's just stepped it up a level. He's been excellent. He set the record now for appearances in a season for a reason. Mm-hmm. And and then we were wondering: Is it going to be Dakota Hawkins? Is it going to be Haft on on Sunday? How is this going to work? And now Grant. Taylor's emerged, and Grant Taylor gets the start and goes 50-some-odd pitches and, and takes him in the middle of the ballgame. He was really, really good this past series. Yeah, and, and Grant was the guy that we had hoped would be the guy. Uh, be just he, He's got kind of what we talked about. He's, he can do this. He can do this. There's enough fastball kind of sneaks on you. I mean, he's been up to 94, and you know he's got a physical presence about him. Uh, and it just giving us that opportunity, we just, we've been kind of hunting it all year. Who is it going to be? And we've obviously tried a bunch of options, but uh, he's kind of settled into that, which was really good. Uh, and it was a great outing for him because, you know, you're right-handed. They throw six, seven lefties at you. There better be a change-up or you better be able to get inside and then get to the outside with two seam. And, and he was able to do that. So that enables us to use Hawkins twice. And that's huge. We would love to use Hawkins twice on a weekend versus just once. Because Dakota is one of our most competitive guys. He's an absolute winner. So um, Grant's stepped up, you know, and, and Haft is one of those guys who this hasn't been as good as it's supposed to be. He's kind of showed two pitches, but he's one of those freshmen uh, who we love just in terms of a good kid, works really hard. He's got enough fastball. He's up to 94. He's got a curveball. He needs a change if he's going to start and be a starter. Um, and, but we love his makeup. So, And the other thing, Chaz, just to build on that is, you know, those young pitchers, just in terms of that question, who do we throw? We love guys who go in there and are just fearless. If you get hit, you get hit. You know, and it's, that's all part of the maturation process of learning. You got to get down. If you're 94 and straight, they're going to tee off on you. <laughs> uh, but but it's a, also a learning process. But just go in there and be fearless and get after it. And, and that's we have some freshmen that we really like. Uh, Haft and Kometko, obviously those two. Calber's been help, you know, he's been good at times. Sierra's been good at times. So Barrison's been good. Barrison's too. been lights out yeah. of late. I mean, what a turnaround for him about mid season. Yeah. Made a little mechanical adjustment. And, oh, okay. And and the just you look at the ratio of strikeout and walk. The guy's been I mean, he closed out the UCLA game. He's in the game in the eighth on Saturday, the big punch out. Yeah. You know, we send him back out because we're a little thin. Honestly, he was done. He had he had he had blown it, uh, just in terms of all of his energy, but we were a little thin as we sent him back out, so that, that's that's on us. But Connor's been awesome, and uh, and really proud of him. He's he's gonna be a dude next year if if he's back. You know, I mean, he's putting up some big numbers, but he's turned himself into a really good reliever for us. We'll take a break. We'll come back here live. We're talking baseball with the skipper Brian Green. We're up against one as uh, we'll take it off the baseball field a little bit. Ask the skip some some things other than just ERA and batting average. We'll uh, we'll go a little different here. Coming back with the skipper next. 
Boost Collaborative is a proud sponsor of Cougar Baseball and is a proud supporter of people with disabilities on the Palouse. For over 50 years, Boost Collaborative has been here to help families and their toddlers meet developmental milestones. For youth and adults, Boost provides job placement, on-the-job training, and follow-along supports. Now you can play a part in Boost's success through your donations and purchases at Palouse Treasures Thrift Store in Pullman. Boost Collaborative, empowering people with disabilities on the Palouse. Go Cougs! One of the best parts, I think, about being an orthopedic surgeon is you have the opportunity to help patients and hopefully have an immediate impact. They have pain or they have decreased function. We get to really see them get better. We get to see their function improve. We get to see them continue their active lifestyle. It's such a rewarding thing to be able to see people get better. Dr. Kyle Hazelwood, one of four surgeons at Pullman Regional Hospital's Orthopedic Center of Excellence, the region's top choice for total joint replacement. Learn more at PullmanRegional.org. This is Ray Hattenberg, and you're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network. Get game day ready at Rosars. Rosars is a proud sponsor of WSU Athletics and your headquarters for keeping snacks stocked up for game time. You'll find the largest craft beer selection, local and imported wines, and all the makings for your favorite cocktails. And while you're there, stock up on your favorite deli snacks, pizza, rotisserie chickens, and ribs. Don't just watch the game. Experience it with your favorite game time foods. Get game day ready at Rosar's. At Coeur d'Alene Casino, we're still rocking, still cooking, still shaking, still relaxing, and still winning. And we're doing it all safely. So leave the cleaning and care to us. And we'll leave the relaxing, indulging, and winning to you. Book our ready-to-escape package today for just $89.99, including a one-night stay, two Huckleberry Deli vouchers, and $10 extra play cash. Coeur d'Alene Casino, welcome home. Back at it live here talking with the skipper, Brian Green. All right, Skip, I want to ask you something big picture here. Have you okay. never coached baseball? Right, so you're 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 playing ball. If you never got into coaching, after, what would you have done? Where was your head at? What were what were you gonna do? What was the, what was the other thing? The, was there another dream? Was there another goal? What was it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think now, uh, being where I am in life, I, I could I could see myself enjoying real estate because you get the relationship piece and there's hmm. a projection. But Chooch has to answer that question. Going back, there was nothing else. I was we were gonna make it. I had Becky. We were in this thing together, and we were just we were just there wasn't we were gonna make it. And uh, so that's a good question. I've never really considered that other than I just knew I wanted to do it, be a coach, and love being a coach. And um, obviously, all the challenges that come with it. But but the, the rewards of being a coach outweigh anything else. And I was we were just gonna do it. As a player, when did you know you wanted to coach? I actually knew I wanted to coach as a player at junior college. I, I specifically remember a moment, and I, I just I remember it. What was like, the, why? What what happened? I was running a camp. I was not running a camp. I was working a camp and uh, at Riverside Community College, and I was down like in the the right field area where you kept the bubble, and that was out. And we had a little tea station set up for campers, and I was working with like ten year olds, and I was an eighteen year old freshman or sophomore at the junior college level. And I remember teaching, you know, A and B and C off of the T. And I remember just the absolute juice that I got out of that. And I remember like, this is the most fun thing I've ever done. Hmm. It was the first time I ever worked a camp. And I remember at that moment going, okay, I know I want to coach now and this is what I want to do. That was awesome. You know, and, and hmm. trying to see somebody get better and all that stuff. When you were getting into it as a player, you know, what would you recommend now that you're a coach for other players who want to coach? What's the, what do you, do you think about the game differently? Do you lock into the game differently? Is yeah. it, you know, what's, what's the mental process there? I just think get near your coaches. You know, I think the, the typical process of the player is to be a player. And if you, if you think you want to coach, move down to the other side of the dugout and listen to the coaches talk and pick up on their sarcasm and, and pick up on their <laughs> frustration and, and pick up on what they're talking about. Cause the group that's usually closest to the coaches are usually the guys that want to learn the game a little bit more mm. versus the guys out at the end of the dugout who would like to hide. <laughs> um, you know, and it's funny if you look at our dugout, I mean, who's there, it's white, it's Mills, it's Newstrom, it's Manzo, it's Vandebrake, it's Smith. And they're all like hovering around us. And those are our best players. Yeah. And there's no, there, there's no secret as to why. 
They want to learn the game. They want to get better. Is that like being front of the class? Same thing. Front of the class, back of the class? Same thing. Yeah. 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 Can you tell the players? I'm sure there have been good players who don't want to coach. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. that. That's okay. It's a different personality type, different, maybe a different mentality. But how often are those two things? How often is that the case where your best players are in the front of the class? I think the dugout part is pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you go to New Mexico State, you go Kentucky, for me personally, or UCLA uh, when I was an assistant coach. But I think that piece is is pretty non-negotiable. That your, your best players typically like hanging out around the coaches. That's why you're the, you're the best players. But the, your best players don't necessarily mean – I've found that you're usually your grinders hmm. – your average best players uh, are the guys that like the coach. And those the reason they like the coach is because they were able to become successful with limited or average skill at best. If you look at around a lot, a lot most of your best coaches were pretty average players, but we're ended up, you know, walk-ons, grinders, guys who found a way to be successful, get to a level they probably shouldn't have been at. Hmm. That seems to be kind of the formula for the guys who really overachieve. So Kyle Smith's at the uh, Oregon game, okay, the Oregon series, and we're and he's and he's he's just relent- blowing me up. Guy will just will no, not stop. Relentless. Unbelievable, will not stop texting me. It's so it's bur- burdensome, is what it is. Burdensome. Sure. And and uh, he's judging players based on their walk-up songs. Uh, <laughs> what what was yours? And and you know, do you judge a player? You go, no, we're not doing that. That's not ex- we're not doing that walk-up song insufficient try again okay sitch so listen to this so we dude this is awesome because you actually hit a question that is real really yeah um i had a walk-up song that was it was salt and pepper yes okay yeah. okay you remember that back in the day of well, course it was so stupid yeah and my walkout song was designed to like entertain the people in the uh, stands like that was where your head was at. where my head was at Interesting. yeah and was, you know and, and that, that, that's ridiculous and i've actually shared that story with our players a walkout song is designed to get you in tune with the moment yeah. and you're trying to get locked in so if you if you look listen to zane or brandon or any of those guys it's all metallica you know it's like get yourself into the moment but yeah. no we actually had a couple we coach clags we trained on it the hitters we trained on it and then I would listen to it, and yeah. then I'd, I'd bark at him. I'd say, you need to get rid of that. Yeah. Yes or no. What yeah. are we doing here? Yeah. This isn't for the entertainment or to be goofy or to be funny. Right. If you have a walkout song, there's a reason we do everything in this game. There's some there's, meaning. There's trigger. There's meaning. There, there's preparation. So, yeah, no, we had a couple of freshmen who I still, you know, they'll walk by me on the plane, and I'll play their first version of a walkout yes. song, and I'll play it, and everybody laugh. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's like, Hey, if we're doing this, we're doing it for a purpose. This isn't for entertainment. Yeah. This is, this is your moment. So when you walk up to compete and ready to get into the fire, it needs to be something's going to help you compete. Well, the important part about this discussion now is the next time we're at a tee box, should I ever catch you in golf, which I'm a far cry from, I will play salt and pepper in your back, <laughs> in your back swing. And I think I'll be able to get a stroke or two. Yeah, no, I, I've told the guys, it's like, yeah, I was a clown. You know, I was, I was interested in the entertainment value of it instead of maybe getting myself into a little more of a, of a legitimate focus and <laughs> go play it in New Mexico State. This is the, that goes back to the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Absolutely. Walk the walk. It's, yeah. it's wild. I, yeah. I thought I was kidding. I didn't think that was going to be – I mean, I was kidding. I didn't know that was going to be like a real, real discussion there. That's real fun. one. That's oh, fun. no, no. no. We, we actually spend a lot of time. We actually train that when we get into January and we're getting close. The pitchers actually train, and, and Clags did this, and, and this was something that I was like, man, we need to do the same thing with the hitters. A really good idea because we're always specific with that. Yeah. But Clags literally would have the guys in the barn going from the corner of the barn, you know, it's snowing out or it's cold, we're inside, and, and literally the song comes on, and they pick up their stuff, and they come onto the bullpen in the barn. Practice it's awesome, it. and they're practicing it. You know, That's and they're cool. on stage. That was so good. That is cool. And, uh, and even though – you know, we're not maybe going to be at home till week three or four. We're still preparing. We're yeah. still training. And we do the same thing. You know, we have a, we believe, our staff believes in a lot of triggers. So you come to our field, you know, there, you hear these certain songs at certain times of the day. Yeah. Boom. That means we're doing this at this time. We're doing this at this time. And then we allow the vibe to create yeah. prep routine for us. Uh, speaking of which, the song that plays, uh, gosh, the name escapes me. But uh, I know it, and I know the composer. When you take the uh, the equipment off the field as fast as you can, do you, yeah. do you time them? We do. You, do you, I thought yeah. I, I we time tell. Them. Yeah, and then they love it. But yeah. no, thirty seconds is kind of the mark. Uh, if you're under thirty, it's been real. It's twenty-seven-five has been our best. 
Uh, usually about 30 is a good effort. If it's over 30, then we're just, come on, man. That's, that's you laid an egg. <laughs> I love it. Somebody's not paying attention. I love it. Yeah. It's the fastest BP equipment clear yeah, in the past. And it's just, it's another one of those things. It's just a part of being fun and having mm-hmm. a routine and, and getting everybody involved. And it's fun. And that's the pitchers thing. And they do a good job with it. And it's, we have some fun with it. Newstrom a couple weeks ago almost went down. Yeah. And it was beautiful. I mean, he literally like it was one, he was almost on the ground. And uh, <laughs> it's great. College baseball. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Yeah. We're live here with the skipper, Brian Green. Our goals aren't as out of reach as we once thought because things are coming back. And if there's anything we've learned, it's that there's no time like the present. At U.S. Bank, we take the time to understand you, to help you get to where you really want to be by getting to the root of any financial obstacle so you can move forward. Because side by side, there's no telling how far you'll go. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Get game day ready at Rosars. Rosars is a proud sponsor of WSU Athletics and your headquarters for keeping snacks stocked up for game time. You'll find the largest craft beer selection, local and imported wines, and all the makings for your favorite cocktails. And while you're there, stock up on your favorite deli snacks, pizza, rotisserie chickens, and ribs. Don't just watch the game. Experience it with your favorite game time foods. Get game day ready at Rosar's. This is Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The weather is changing, and now is the time to prepare your home for winter with some new energy-efficient windows from McVay Brothers. McVay Brothers specializes in top-rated Coraline window series that has the newest technology to reduce your heat bills and the perfect replacement doors to secure your home. And right now, when you install four new quality windows, we'll give you the fifth window at 50% off. McVay Brothers Siding and Windows, we're working for you. Give us a call for your free quote today. At Boeing, we support events that bring us closer, make our communities better places to live and work, and help us build a sound future together. That's why we are proud to be the title sponsor of the Boeing Apple Cup Series. When we celebrate this long-standing rivalry, we celebrate Washington's spirit, and that's something we can all get behind. The Boeing Apple Cup Series, here for the rivalry, here for the tradition. Back here live, we're talking with the skipper, Brian Green, as we've got ourselves an off weekend this weekend. How weird is that for you? we got the Huskies coming up next. It's kind of a little different, isn't it? It's really weird. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're trying to shape it to get ourselves just primed up for Thursday, Friday, Saturday sure. to end it. So, for us, it's uh, practice tomorrow, which is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll lift there. We took the last two days off, get a little rest, and then we'll take Saturday, Sunday off as well. As guys go fish, you know, yeah. mentally just recharge. And then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we'll have three days of great practice. It'll be intense. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we'll, we'll roll. Is that one of the activities of choice? They go down to the Snake River? And they, they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's they a baseball do. thing. There's right? fishing wars, uh, apparently, <laughs> which I'm not prepared to do. We've talked about that with me and Smith. I've got to get better. But uh, I think TP, Kometko, uh, and White, apparently, are the are the big three anglers uh, on the team. I love so, it. yeah, we may have a competition here this yeah, week. I don't whole, know. We'll figure it out. It's a whole Cougar baseball thing. There's yeah. a whole thing. It's been going on for years. They'll go down to the Snake and they'll. You know, get, they get pretty good. At they it, get I pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah, I got a, I got a snapshot of Manzo last week, and I mean, it was it was really something. You know, I think the fish was probably about that big, but uh, I think Zane had commented like something on you know River Monster or something. But they uh, get some big ones yeah. sometimes. Yeah, There's, that's, yeah, it's that's fun. super fun. Hey, with this, we have one more break, and then we're going to put Bow on the show uh, as we're talking baseball here. We've got the skipper Brian Green. We're live here in uh, the Martin Stadium press box on. The most perfect awesome. Palouse day ever. It's just gorgeous, about 65 degrees. You can see forever here on the Palouse. Uh, back here live in just a moment. At Northern Quest, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary. But with over 220 grand in cash and prizes up for grabs, you could be celebrating a whole lot more, like a new Ford Bronco Sport in your driveway or more cash in your pocket. We've also got hotel discounts for Camus Rewards members, dining specials, spa and shopping discounts, and anniversary cocktails all month long. Northern Quest $220,000 anniversary celebration. Details at northernquest.com. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. (laughs) 
Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill in a canoe, holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. This is Jay Miller, and you're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network. One of the best parts, I think, about being an orthopedic surgeon is you have the opportunity to help patients and hopefully have an immediate impact. They have pain or they have decreased function. We get to really see them get better. We get to see their function improve. We get to see them continue their active lifestyle. It's such a rewarding thing to be able to see people get better. Dr. Kyle Hazelwood, one of four surgeons at Pullman Regional Hospital's Orthopedic Center of Excellence, the region's top choice for total joint replacement. Learn more at PullmanRegional.org. For kooks, there's no place like WSU. Late night apps at the Coog. Early morning tailgating at Martin Stadium. And every day spent rocking the crimson and gray. And until we get back to campus, kooks can keep a piece of home wherever they go. With the official WSU debit and credit cards from BECU. Learn more at BECU.org slash WSU. Federally insured by NCUA. Back here live with the skipper, Brian Green. We're talking about cougar incidents on Kamiak Butte. Our <laughs> engineer, Jerry Kylo, uh, survived and advanced. And, and here he is now getting us on the air. Does such a great job. Incredible story. Jerry's yeah. got the best stories. And uh, listen, you don't mess with cougs. You don't mess no. with cougs on the baseball field no. or you don't mess with cougs in the wild. It, it is what it is. Don't do it. Yeah, no. Um, all right. So we're, we're <laughs> we do have one more show. So we don't need to put a bow on the season in any regard. We're going to talk again on Tuesday. This is, this is that off week, kind of an unconventional. Conventional mm-hmm. deal, um, and Skip. When you hear the music here, we got about three, two minutes or so. Once you hear the music, you got sixty seconds. Okay. Okay. So, you know, uh, what are you looking for? You know, from the guys from this week, is it just decompress? Is it just kind of get healthy, get right, rest up, take a unique opportunity to get yourself right, and then lock in for Thursday, Friday, Saturday against the Huskies? Well, it really is. You know, and we're banged up physically. Right. Um, you lose Russell, you lose Vanderbreak, right. and we just we lost a little bit of steam. And I know that's normal. Uh, but you know, my job is to make sure that we don't and we just we had a little bit of flatness uh the ucla loss uh it stung us sure. saturday you know we had, a, we had a lead in the ninth and it just it happens and uh, you know i think the guys knew that we get that game it's 11 and 12 all of a sudden the regionals are maybe right there we can start to talk about getting really hot here potentially right anyways we lose out we lose sunday and, and then you don't get portland you know we're thin on the mound that day all that stuff so we go into sc and it just doesn't feel right and for us for me yeah, culture is everything, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, it, and it's just it's it's entirely what it's about. It's about the locker room, it's about the feel. So for us, um, going into that SC weekend, and you're evaluating it, I'm evaluating it, and it's like it's just not where it needs to be. From a just a loving the game, competing at the game, it was it was a little bit more of a job. Yeah. It was like this is not how we're going to operate here. We we play with passion here because we love to play. Sure. We love to play for each other. Great response on Sunday, uh, not because we won, but just the, just the way that it felt. Yeah, it was loose, it was relaxed. So for me, it was like. We just have to get that back. And, and, you know, there's fatigue. There's uh, physically wear down. I mean, Jack Smith can use a couple days off. Sure. You know, uh, Dakota Hawkins could use a few days of rest on the mound. Uh, So can a lot of our relievers. Uh, Let's control Brandon and Zane's pitch count. You know, and Manzo can take a day or two off of swinging. I mean, he hits three times a day, PTP, Montez, all those guys. But give your brain a, a refresh. We, I don't get an opportunity to do this very much. You know, we don't get an opportunity. So, for us, recharge, and then we'll get back, and, and the bodies will feel better. Uh, and then mentally we'll have a little more energy for us, and that's really important. Well, listen, uh, next on Tuesday also we'll talk about Nate Swartz and Preston Clifford, you know, Keith Jones the second, and some of the other younger guys. We're out of time. I want to thank Jared Prentguber for getting us on. He's our, our, our man behind the camera. Of course, Jerry Kylo does such a great job. Zach Burhans is back in the network studio. Skip, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Great to Thanks, talk. Yes. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for the fun. time. Go Cougs. Go Be back Cougs. at it on Tuesday. That'll be the next broadcast. So Tuesday, 6 o'clock air, and that's the last coaches show before the final series of the year. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Thanks, guys. Do you ever pay attention to overhead power lines? If you're like most people, you don't, but you should especially when you're working up on a roof. 
or carrying a ladder outdoors. Kids who climb trees and fly kites and adults with drones need to watch out for power lines too. And on the off chance that you find a downed power line, stay at least 10 feet away and quickly call 911 and Avista. Always pay attention to power lines. It's your best line of defense. Avista, we just want you to be safe. At Coeur d'Alene Casino, we're still rocking, still cooking, still shaking, still relaxing, and still winning. And we're doing it all safely. So leave the cleaning and care to us, and we'll leave the relaxing, indulging, and winning to you. Book our ready-to-escape package today for just $89.99, including a one-night stay, two Huckleberry Deli vouchers, and $10 extra play cash. Coeur d'Alene Casino, welcome home. This is the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You know, some just see a lottery ticket, but it's actually a whole lot more. It helps contribute to education across the state. It's for the stadium and sports fans. Sounders win it again! For local businesses and the neighbors who run them. Hey, how's it going? I'm good, thanks. For the chance to enrich people's lives. (gasps) Oh my gosh! We won! A little something for all of us. When you play Washington's lottery, all of Washington wins. Must be 18 or older to purchase. Boost Collaborative is a proud sponsor of Cougar Baseball and is a proud supporter of people with disabilities on the Palouse. For over 50 years, Boost Collaborative has been here to help families and their toddlers meet developmental milestones. For youth and adults, Boost provides job placement, on-the-job training, and follow-along supports. Now you can play a part in Boost's success through your donations and purchases at Palouse Treasures Thrift Store in Pullman. Boost Collaborative, empowering people with disabilities on the Palouse. Go Cougs! This has been the U.S. Bank Cougar Coaches Show on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Put your trust in a bank that's been focused on serving the people and businesses in Washington and all across the country since 1863. That's U.S. Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Northern Quest Resort and Casino. Need something to smile about? Try taking home your share of millions in jackpots at Northern Quest. That'll do it every time. Northern Quest. Now playing, now paying. Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment, made to chill. And by Zeppos, the home for the Cougar Coaches Show. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Washington State Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.